It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. The Morning Breeze. The Morning Breeze. On demand. It's the morning breeze for a Friday. Boy, that feels so good to say that. <laughs> it feels <laughs> good to hear you Monday. say it. I was ready on Monday. It's Jack Culp and Carol and McCardle. What are your weekend plans? Oh, today's the day I go back to UOP to start working again. I'm very excited. Oh, good. What's the event? Uh, women's softball, I'm calling this year. And there is a tournament this weekend. It's today and tomorrow. So as soon as the show is done, I'm going to head straight to Stockton and uh, do the tournament. And uh, I do PA announcing for UOP. So let me ask you a question. When you when you like you're, you you announce the batter that's coming sure. up, right? Or yeah. uh, what happens when you when you're not quite sure how to pronounce a name? Um, I go down to the coaches before the games, oh, okay. and I ask the visiting and sometimes the home team uh, about pronunciations. I write them out phonetically, and then I cross my Very fingers good. when I'm on that mic. <laughs> I thought you'd use the old broadcaster's rule, when in doubt, mumble. That always worked for me. <laughs> no. No, the fans are like, <laughs> Just, well, I don't know if we're even going to have fans today, but they're usually right in front of my window, so it's like I don't and, need those death stares if I mispronounce. That's right. And the parents live for hearing their right. their, their child. Their daughter's name in a softball game well, worse, read over the PA system. Worse than that is when the girls look at you when you mispronounce their names and you get the glare from the players and the coaches, right. then you just feel like you've let pretty much the entire world down. So I will make sure oh, to check okay. in with the coaches. But what are you and Kim doing? You, you know, we, we've kind of, kind of got an open weekend, which is really nice for a change. We're going to drive up to Napa tonight. Uh, or later this afternoon, have dinner at one of our favorite restaurants. Our, our first choice, by the way, Carolyn, for dinner, they were booked. They were booked solid. They were sold out, which made us feel really, really good. That tells us that business is doing pretty well. Yeah. And our second choice, we were able to get a table. So, oh, good. Um, really, that's all, that's all we have. A, that's all we have planned right now. That's, so it's it's just going to be good to get out. That's a great plan right there. Well, happy Friday to everybody listening in our Breeze audience. We appreciate you. We're at eight seven seven nine eight one zero nine eight one. Hoping you have great weekend plans ahead. Feel free to share. We are also on social media. Ninety eight one the Breeze. Here on the Morning Breeze, Jack Culp and Carolyn McCardle. Lyft, Carolyn, is changing the way people can make reservations for uh, ride sharing, for rides. And it's amazing because I thought, I just kind of took this for granted. I thought the only way, I thought you were able to use a phone. You were able to actually call a human being at Lyft and other ride share places to reserve a car. But that's not the case. But now it is with with Lyft. Yeah, the reason that they're doing this, so basically they're making it accessible for seniors. A lot of seniors don't have the Lyft app. And so this way they can place a phone call, get an agent on the line, make a reservation. And while it's only available right now in Florida and like 38 cities, you know how this works. If it, if They it, have to test it. If it goes well in Florida, it'll make its way nationally. I like this one feature, though, that trips can be tracked using a link that's provided through text. So for me, my mom, it's perfect example. She always says, well, just call a Lyft for me, you know, and it has to be done on my account because she doesn't have the app. Well, this way I could trace 
where my mom is going, where the driver is through this link that they're going to send her when she places a phone call. I, I love that idea. And you know what? You'll still be able to confirm the cost of the ride. That's what we always like to do when we're either using Lyft or Uber or any of the other ones. You mm-hmm. can confirm the cost of the ride, which is very important because the cost can change within minutes. Yeah. And you can still pay with your uh, debit or credit card. So I think this is a great idea. And if it works in Florida, they're going to roll it out everywhere. And I think it's, uh, I think it's good because remember earlier uh, in the week or last week, we were talking about seniors trying to book vaccinations mm-hmm. and they, they might not have access to a computer and or a smartphone. So this is going to really open up things for seniors that don't have the smartphone or don't have the app. The Jack Culp and Carolyn McCardle on the Morning Breeze, and there's a new survey out. This one was um, done by Delta Dental, the dental insurance company. And they asked people how much the tooth fairy is leaving these days <laughs> under the pillow of kids around, across the country. And it turns out that we're talking about $4.70. Wow. And I had to go, what? Yeah. I was a dime growing <laughs> oh up. I got 10 cents I was and too. I thought I was killing it. I was I was a couple of, you know, I, th- I thought, you know, a couple of dimes, a couple of quarters, that was it. And I was happy. I was happy about it. So your ki- you know? your sons are in their 20s now, right? Early 20s? Yeah. How- uh, 27 and 24. Okay. Yeah. What did the Tooth Fairy leave for them back in the day? It was a couple of bucks. A you know, and, bucks, yeah. and they were happy about it. Maybe two fifty. We're talking about mm. two seventy five, and you know, we're talking about the late nineties now. So it's been a while since the tooth fairy left anything under their pillow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually good news in that case. Yeah, it is. According to this study, kids in the West saw a two dollar increase. They're now getting an average of five dollars and fifty four cents. Holy man, cow. that is so I mean, I get it. Sure. The Tooth Fairy was visiting my house many, many, many years ago when I got a dime, but five fifty. <laughs> good job, kiddos. Yeah, yeah no kidding. <laughs> and there's five seventy two in the Northeast. Jeez. Northeast? It's a, yeah, I know. <laughs> really... You know, I've heard Jack that the Tooth Fairy sometimes at some houses leaves things other than money. Like, oh, interesting. The I Tooth Fairy that. might leave a gift of some sort. I don't know. If mm-hmm. you're in our Breeze audience and the Tooth Fairy has been creative at your house, we'd love to know if, if they're dropping off things other than money. Kind of fun to find out like what sure. kids are get, what they're scoring for lost teeth. The on Jeopardy the other night, Carolyn, there were contestants. One contestant was an A's fan, one was a Giants fan, and that. the sparks flew. <laughs> I saw that. So Natalie from Walnut Creek, and then you've got Sam from Los Gatos, or as you will hear, Los Gatos. Los Gatos, yeah. yeah. It's like a pet peeve when you live in the Bay Area. You can definitely yeah, tell somebody's out of town, from not from here when they... Or, but, or maybe they're from San Rafael, either okay. one. Is <laughs> our Concord. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a battle of the Bay on Jeopardy and quite entertaining. Natalie Tyson is an academic advisor from Walnut Creek, California, and you're a big Oakland A's fan. Yeah, yeah. Last season, I um, got to ride around the field with the mascot. and What is the name of the mascot? Stomper. He uh, can't talk, but I feel like we really formed a strong friendship that day. So Stomper, hopefully, if you're watching this, you felt the same way. We have a little rivalry on the Jeopardy stage. Sam Stapleton, our returning champion, is a college consultant from Los Gatos, California, but he's a San Francisco Giants fan. Yes, I am, and they're, they're a bit of a good luck charm. I, uh, 2010, my wife and I bought our first house, and they won the World Series. 2012, my son Andrew's born, they won the World Series. 2014, my daughter Gracie's born, won the World Series. So 2021, getting on Jeopardy, 
it's their year again. We can safely say because this episode has already aired that the Giants fan, sadly, as I'm an A's fan, the Giants fan won. Sam won, but good for him, you know, representing the Bay Area well. And let's, you know, let's root for the Bay Area teams, and they sure did on Jeopardy the other night. That was great. Yeah, that was really, really fun to watch, and congratulations to both of them. To even make it onto Jeopardy is a huge accomplishment. And we have this video. It's really great. It's on the Morning Breeze page, 981thebreeze.com. The Breeze. Morning Breeze, Jack Culp and Carolyn McCardle. I was... Kind of sad the other day, Carolyn, when I read that Fry's Electronics, uh, I guess you could just say they dropped the other shoe when they announced that their last Bay Area store is closing, the one in Sunnyvale. Mm. So that's closing down. So they're going across, really across the country. And they're also closing down their website. I didn't understand that at all. But uh, I guess times are, are difficult enough for Fry's to, 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 to not have even the website up and running. You know, I feel like Fry's has been a staple in the Bay Area. It's just kind of that warm and fuzzy, like you always know it's there. If you need some sort of electronic, you can always go to Fry's. They're going to have what you need. Their first store actually opened in 1985 here in the Bay Area in Sunnyvale. So, yeah, it was just so sad to see that it's going away. I used to love to browse. If I had some time on my hands and I was passing by a Fry's, I'd go in, I'd browse and and maybe not buy anything, which is maybe one of the reasons. Maybe why that's closing. why they're closing. Yeah. yeah I know, <laughs> Good but, job, Jack. But it was just such an interesting place to uh, to browse and to shop. I was thinking about other stores in the Bay Area that have that have closed, that have gone away, that I used to love to go to. One of those stores for me was Tower Records. I spent. Oh, hours yeah. at Tower Records or Emporium Capwell. That was another one where I did my clothes shopping. It was like a little more affordable than Macy's, you know, when you're a kid and you've got your well, allowance that you're shopping with. Yeah, well, I'm with you with Tower Records. I mean, I just I, did, I used to just sign my paycheck over to them because yeah. I used to go there <laughs> so frequently, so so often. Uh, Robert in Hillsboro, what store in the Bay Area do you miss? How about Miller's Outpost? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> How about the Warehouse Music Store? The Warehouse was one I was thinking of. Yeah. And when you said Miller's Outpost, I started thinking about Close Time. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yep. But- I remember Close Time. I remember Miller's Outpost very, very, very distinctively because I saw Phil Collins in 1985, and he was running late, and he was at Miller's Outpost getting a new pair of Levi's and a, and a T-shirt. How great is that <laughs> that Phil Collins shopped at Miller's Outpost? Wow. <laughs> I just hope they never close Leatherby's Creamery. Oh, Leatherby's is the best. That makes two of us. You guys have a good one. You, you too. too. Bye. I remember Leatherby's, Jack. We used to go there after, like, softball games growing up. All the girls would go mm-hmm. over and have ice cream. It was so fun. And as we said earlier, restaurants everywhere are becoming really creative in maintaining social distancing, uh, maybe outside dining. And there's a restaurant in Steamboat Springs, Colorado, what they're using at this, it's a brewery actually, and what they're using are out-of-service ski gondolas. You know, the big ones that Mm -hmm. seat, uh, I don't know, maybe a half a dozen people or maybe more. They're enclosed, but they're big, and so they're using those. They're putting them down in the parking lots and letting people eat in there. I think it's so neat. And the pictures, I, I was looking at the pictures online, and they look really cool, like pandemic or not. I love this. I mean, you have your own private little gondola that's enclosed that's keeping you warm in the winter months in Colorado. That's why they came up with this idea because, you know, it's one thing in the summer in Colorado when the sun's shining and it's nice and you can eat on the patio, but it's another thing when it's bone-chilling cold in the winter. And so this brewery teamed up with the Gondola Shop, which is this refurbishment and repair shop 
in Colorado. And what they're doing is they're, yeah, taking these out-of-service gondolas and they're cleaning them up and they're polishing them and making them really pretty. And then they work with this brewery in Colorado to uh, allow people to dine in them. I think it's a great idea. Well, they've got some spare gondolas because there aren't too many people on the slopes, or at least Mm -hmm. there weren't when the pandemic hit. So what do you do with these things? So what they're doing is basically what they've always done is to refurbish these instead of sending them to the to the uh, ski slopes they're sending them to restaurants so they're they're being creative as well as far as being able to stay in business no i think this is really neat and again if you haven't seen the pictures it sort of reminds me of the high roller wheel in las vegas where you and your friends can go in and it's very swanky and nice you know and have a meal and have a cocktail or even the the wheel here in golden gate park in san francisco it's kind of a similar concept where there's plenty Mm -hmm. of room to move around and stuff so we have these pictures you've got to check it out. It's on the Morning Breeze page, 981thebreeze.com.